0: There is a new docu-series on Nat Geo, which, of course, you can watch on Disney Plus Hotstar. It's called Arctic Ascent with Alex Honnold. Now, Alex Honnold, of course, is from the Oscar-winning Free Solo. He is arguably the greatest free climber in the world. And on occasion, he tends to go on these absolutely insane expeditions to places where no human being has ever gone before and scaled the sheer face of these insane cliffs and mountains. This time he goes to Greenland, to a place called Ingma which is a 3,750 foot sea cliff, and it is one of the highest unclimbed surfaces in the world. It's just mental watching him do these things and i absolutely love it whenever he does yeah
1: i mean i have a knock against the series but i'll get to that later but man just like i got really into alex honnold just before free solo i think just watching him climb and be an absolute fucking emotionless robot as he's doing it (laughs) And, and i think that There is so much in this that I love. I just wish I loved it more.
0: And I have reasons for that. First of all, I think this series is kind of a spiritual sequel to his last Nat Geo series called The Last Apui, in which he, along with an 80-year-old ecologist, Bruce Means, went to a remote tabletop mountain in Guyana's Amazon rainforest. And I think what he discovered by doing that, because obviously the climb was an epic thing and nobody had ever done that before. But because nobody had ever done that, the top of that mountain was an absolute scientific utopia. Like There were Mm. all of these discoveries that they made because it was a completely different ecological environment and ecosystem. Arctic Ascent feels like a follow-up to that, because even on this expedition, he goes along with a bunch of scientists, and the journey to Ingmar Kortelak involves a lot of uncharted territory where they can do a lot of interesting scientific research, and so this three-part series actually chronicles a lot of great science as well, especially with regards to melting polar ice caps and wildlife and just the sheer unchartedness of somewhere like Greenland so I think that kind of stuff I really love because yes it's interesting to see a man push himself to a certain limit and do things that no one has ever done before and constantly be this daredevil climbing mountains and doing crazy things but It feels like now Alex Honnold is also using his powers for good, right? Because he's bringing all these other people along and using that skill to further progress science and discovery, which is very, very cool.
1: I just feel like the show needed to decide what it wanted to do. I'll be honest, I haven't seen The Last Tapui. However, I felt like this show was caught between two stools because it wanted to do the sign stuff said it was going to do the sign stuff however it was very surface level very superficial i will say the same about the climbing stuff because unlike something like free solo which was just focused on him doing this completely mental thing of climbing el cap essentially free solo this one just feels a little bit like okay now you're climbing Oh, no, wait, you're climbing a different thing. You got to do drills and stuff. Oh, okay. I just feel like I didn't
0: get enough of one or the other. If you are there to see Alex Honnold do his thing, then there are some pretty great moments and you will be satisfied. I think it was either in episode one or episode two. He, of course, scales up ahead because he's finding all of the places to put the hooks in the clips. There is this one moment where he's got to stretch across this crack. And it's absolutely stunning. It's a fantastic shot, but also just stretching his ability and showing you what he's capable of. I think that was really, really cool. So if you're there to see Alex Honnold do his thing, you will be satisfied. But I'm totally with you with regards to where the science fell short, because I got teasers of what was happening. And unless they had another camera crew recording what these other scientists were doing and do another spin-off episode about that, I'm afraid that I'm going to have to do a lot of Googling because that was very, very exciting stuff. Like sending the NASA probe underwater. Yeah. That I just get enough of that. Like, I want to know what NASA has been doing with that information. I wanted to
1: see the first one where they sent the probe down. Through the glacier. Like a massive crack, right? Which seemed to go on forever. Yeah, they had to go down to drop the scientific weight thing. But like, they told me the result of the test, which was like, oh yeah, it's this XX deep. But I'm like, okay, cool. But what else are you going to do with that information? What else can you do with that information, right? And I feel like, I wish they'd then cut back to... The lab somewhere and her continuing the study and telling me what she's found. Because yeah, the expedition was in 2022. So they've had time almost two years after that to have done the research. So you could have done a follow up, right? You could have done a bit where the scientist talks about what they found in all those bits of cliffside that they drilled into and why they did it like that. I feel like they, they shortchanged me on things like that. I also felt like they shortchanged changed me on just telling me the rules of this show. Like, it wasn't until halfway through episode two or maybe even towards the end of episode two, or no, maybe even beginning of episode three, where Alex says, oh, the way we're doing this is that we've got a backup crew picking up our stuff and dropping stuff off. I'm like, oh, I wish you had told me that sooner because I thought you carried your skis with you. It changes very little, but I just feel like, I'd have loved to have been told what
0: the rules of this expedition was. I think one thing I did enjoy about this show, which I didn't necessarily see in a lot of other expedition-type docu-shows, is some of the interactions between the people on the expedition while they're climbing this impossible mountain felt incredibly real. Like they didn't sugarcoat it. Like all of them have experience climbing, but nobody is as experienced as Alex Honnold. And all of them have different reasons for doing it and also different levels of skill. Yeah. And you can, see, you can see how they freak out at different points. And I think there are these very interesting exchanges between them and Alex, who is so adept and so skilled at what he does, he often forgets that he is alone yeah. in that category and that not everyone can keep up. And I think there are some very real, raw exchanges which kind of go to what you were talking about with regards to Alex being a robot. Yes. And I quite like that because they didn't sugarcoat it, they didn't cut it out, and I thought it added a sense of real drama as opposed to fake reality TV drama. All of that
1: comes ahead in episode three when they're actually trying to climb this thing and the two other climbers start to share doubts. And I think... That was the first time I was thinking to myself, man, Alex Honnold really needs to listen to people. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're right, right? He's He's got a bit of a death wish and the other guys don't. So they say they're uncomfortable and he goes, oh, why are you uncomfortable? We can do this. Alex Honnold literally stops short of saying, if I can do this, you can do it too. And at one point, one of the other climbers goes, look, this isn't just about climbing. Failing this means death. It's not just an injury. And I think... It's at that point where the camera beautifully cuts back to Alex Honnold and his face just goes, oh, yeah, he's right. <laughs> About that. About that. We are also maybe two weeks away by helicopter to be saved. Uh, huh, you're right. Good point. Duly noted. Yeah. So are we climbing or not? I feel like all of that could have been better... Could have been better treated if the series decided what it wanted to do. Whether they wanted to do the science thing better, or he wanted to do the climbing thing. I understand from a production standpoint, this feels like Alex Honnell has been approached to do a climb. And he's just like, ooh, a sponsored trip? Great, let's do that. But then the producers sitting there going, do we make it an Alex Honnell special where he climbs Greenland's highest unclimbed peak? Or how much science stuff do we
0: do? Because that's the National Geographic pitch. I think they're still learning the ropes with regards to that because it feels like this is something new even for Nat Geo. The idea of blending adventure and science. They haven't struck a happy balance with that as yet. I think National Geographic
1: has done it very well in their written pieces.
0: Oh yes, that's a completely different thing.
1: You know what I mean? Like I think, I think they're trying to figure out how to convert that into a video. What was the one with that Englishman? In Africa. We
0: interviewed him. Yeah. Where he did all of these crazy expeditions. Yes. I thought that was
1: better. I thought that was better done. I think because he was a character, but his story wasn't part of it. I think here they kind of got swept up in the sexiness of Alex Honnold's climb and free solo and all that. So I felt like it wasn't quite delivering on either count. Despite all my
0: whinging, it's still a great fucking watch. I oh will no, say for sure. I it's a great watch. I totally agree. I think you could do worse than watch these three episodes. I think you will still learn a lot and discover great things about our world that you never knew previously. So go watch these three episodes for sure. But I share your criticisms. I think when you're putting something like this together, it is to cater to a curious mind. Yeah. And I think a curious mind is going to have questions that you need answering or that you need to answer because you've set it up in that way. Yes. And hopefully they learn from it. I think Alex Honnold has done another expedition since. And I'm not sure where that's coming out. I don't know if that's a Nat Geo thing or a Discovery thing. I don't know who's got the rights to that. But I would like to see him pursue this track a little more. Mm. Not just the climbing crazy things and doing uncharted things and challenges for the sake of challenges, but using those skills to aid discovery and further enlighten the world. I think that's the good stuff. I think that's using your powers for good. Yeah. Our minor nitpicks aside, Art Ascent is still a tremendous watch, also because It features human beings pushing themselves to crazy limits and doing insane things. But I'm also hoping that, in a very selfish way,
1: I'm hoping that people watch this and Nat Geo goes, oh, there's a market for an expedition-style docuseries. Because I've always been very curious about the golden age of National Geographic. The times when those guys climbed those things or crossed that thing or got in a boat to go see that other thing. I want to see more of these. I want to see more of these expeditions and maybe a series recreating Magellan's trip around the world. Maybe a a recreation of Edmund Hillary's climb. Whatever, right? I think
0: that all these things are really ripe for retelling. Also because it forces you to look at the world in a different way. And I think... Very early on, in the second episode, there is a moment when they're on a boat and they're heading to Immacortillac. There are all these floating icebergs. And Alex Honnell says, wow, it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And the scientist goes, holy shit, this is terrifying. Yeah, And it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Because, yes. of course, in her brain, everything's melting. Icebergs are breaking off. This is global warming in action. But for us... Because my reaction was the same as Alex's. When it popped up on screen, I was like, wow, that is gorgeous. The earth is a beautiful place. And yes. I was like, yeah. oh no, it is because of the shit we're doing that this is here. The scientist <laughs> provides context to that image. Yeah. yeah, So I think I like shows like this because it forces us to reassess our perceptions, our most basic perceptions on things.
1: But it also does what I just said, right? It provides context, you know? You look at images of the amazon jungle and you go oh beautiful so great so lovely but then you get down to it you're talking about animals being driven to extinction you're talking about natives who've been pushed out of their lands because of illegal logging or even legal logging you're talking about the amazonian river being used for not just business but transportation but communication but also now pollution so your context to all these things make it more interesting For me, it's those pictures of, you know, this is what X, Y, and Z place looked like in the 1920s. And here now, there's no more water or (laughs) there's no more jungle, right? I think those things are really important because it reminds you that as a society, as a world, as a planet, we're walking
0: down a path that we need to slow down and maybe try and turn back. Watch Arctic Ascent with Alex Honnold. You can catch it on Nat Geo, which is available on Disney Plus Hotstar check it out. Let us know what you think. You can reach out on all of our social media feeds, Gogglermy. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the goggler hotline 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.